0: Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. It's a joy to have you with us today. Pastor Ed leads Fellowship Church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. In today's message, Pastor Ed begins a new series of talks called Gambling with God. Together, we'll dive deep into the concept of taking godly risks, facing the unknown with faith, and stepping out of our comfort zones. This program is just a glimpse of what Pastor Ed has to offer— from global missions to his latest inspirational books and daily devotionals, there's something for everyone. You can find all of this and more at edyoung.com. And here's an exclusive offer for our listeners today. Download a free chapter of Pastor Ed and Lisa's newest book, A Path Through Pain, at edyoung.com. With refreshing vulnerability and power, A Path Through Pain shares their family's journey from sorrow and anger to hope and healing after the tragic and sudden loss of their daughter. As they share their incredible perspective, they will inspire and equip you to believe that there is purpose in your pain, even if you can't see that purpose yet. Now, let's get into today's message. Welcome to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young.
1: Today I want to talk to you about the benefits of gambling for God. And we're going to get into to gambling with God and we're going to talk about what that looks like and we're going to go through a lot of different people in scripture, a number of different verses that talk about risk taking. But when I think about gambling, my mind goes back to God's people, you know the children of Israel. I'm sure most of you have heard about the children of Israel. Basically, Just to give you the Wikipedia, Moses was was the true risk taker. Moses was this guy who who was tasked by God to walk into Pharaoh's office, to, to put the cards on the table, to roll the dice, to take the risk, to gamble, and to look at this guy eyeball to eyeball and say, hey, Pharaoh. let." My people go. Now think about that for a second. Hundreds of years of slavery. The Jews were a huge part of the Egyptian economy. Moses, this, this, this guy who stuttered, who couldn't even talk very well, who was super insecure, risked it all, walked into his office, hey man, let my people go. And what did Pharaoh say? He said, yo. He said no. He said, are you kidding me? What are you smoking? What are you thinking? I'm not going to let the Jews go. Well, God sent these plagues and, and, and all these supernatural things happened because of Moses' risk. Miraculously, supernaturally, God let the people go. Two million of these people were following Moses, the risk taker the guy who, who truly understood what it meant to gamble for God. They, they were following him. And then the Egyptians woke up and smelled the coffee. They were like, oh no, we better chase them because we're losing all this money. So they began to chase the Israelites and Moses faced the Red Sea again. You wanna talk about gambling for God? Again. You wanna talk about rolling the dice? Again. You wanna talk about the cards on the table? He did it. God split. The sea, they walked through the sea, and they kept going. And then the seas, you know, converged on the Egyptians, taking them out, and they were like, and they were drowning, and it was done. That is definitely a miraculous event, an act of God, wouldn't you say so? I mean, if I'm, if I'm like one of the children of Israel, I would go, whoa, that's nuts! That's, that's crazy! Moses gambled for God, he took the risk, God sent the plagues, and now God has split the ocean. That's, whoa, man, God, I'm following you. I understand when I risk it, that, that the results are gonna be awesome, that I'm gonna hit the jackpot. This is crazy, this is great. You would think they would have said that, but after a couple of days, they got hungry. Do you get moody? I do. When I've gone without even one meal, I get grouchy, man. <laughs> I got to have food. I don't know why. Certain people, I just, I'm, I'm kind of like a shark. I got to have food. 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 Well, the Israelites were complaining. They were whining. Moses, we need food. Moses, <laughs> this is terrible. I can't believe it. And don't you know, Moses was like, come on, you've just seen all of this stuff. and." Of course, as you see the the journey of God's people, you know that God guided them at night by this GPS system of fire in the sky, cloud during the day. A lot of people, especially in Texas, like to bird hunt. God (laughs) killed all this quail, fell at their feet, some protein, had a tortilla to wrap it in, manna, a manna tortilla manna from heaven. You know the word manna in the Hebrew means what is it? That's what it means. So God started doing all of this stuff and giving them water to drink and so forth and so on. So this journey was supposed to take 10 days. They left slavery and they were on their way to the land God had promised them. It's called the promised land. Let me say it again. It's the land God had promised them. That's why we call it the promised land. 150 miles long, 60 miles wide, only a 10-day journey, no problem. A layup, a crimp shot, a dunk, a just a little, you know, a little a little putt, a little tap in, no big deal. But it was a big deal. The children of Israel were camped at a place called Kadesh Barnea. Don't you love that name, Kadesh, Kadesh. Say it with me, Kadesh, Kadesh. And and, and this is really like the showdown at Kadesh. It's a confrontation at Kadesh. It's a defining moment at Kadesh. Kadesh was just on the edge and the ledge of the promised land, the southern tip, right before you walk into it. And that's when Big Moses does a timeout. Ah! They're at the title company. And he does this, this reconnaissance mission. He says, all right, guys, we got 12 tribes, 12 of you guys, the leaders, I mean, the heavy hitters, I want you guys to go out and spend 40 days checking out the land. Due diligence, you know, checking it out. God's given it to us, but let's just check it out once again. So all the, the you know, all the, the spies are called. They, they go out and Everybody's waiting for their return, and the spies go out and. James Bond. <laughs> that kind of it kind of dates me, but I just love that, that. I love it. So anyway, after forty days, say forty with me. That's big. Put that in your frontal lobe. After 40 days, the spies return, and they have all of these organic, certified organic crops. They've got grapes. They've got mangoes. They've got pomegranates, and they they show up back to Kadesh Barnea, this this town that is a defining moment place, and they they show up, and in front of all of the people— and they're in these kind of mountains, they begin to say this. Numbers chapter 13, verses 25 and 28. After 40 days of exploration, they made their report to Moses and Aaron and all the people of Israel in the wilderness of Haran at Kadesh. And they showed the fruit they had brought with them. And this is their report. We arrived in the land you sent us to see. See, see. Because see, they were in mountains echo. (laughs) And it is indeed a magnificent country, tree, tree, tree. A land flowing with milk and honey, honey, honey. Here's some of the fruit we brought as proof, but the people there, but, but watch out, for those transitional phrases, but but the people who live there, but the people who live there, they're powerful and they're strong, and the cities are fortified and very large. Oh my gosh, the cities are huge. And don't you know they had some architects probably in the in the in the spies, and they were like measuring the walls 25 feet high, 20 feet thick, and 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 you know the, the, the giants were there, you know, the, the giants from Anak, and you know Anak, that's where Goliath came from. And these people are huge, and they're all tatted up, and they have piercings, and they enter the octagon, and they're going to kill us. Isn't it interesting how easily we go negative? And and just 10 of the 12 spies went negative. I said 10 of the 12 spies went negative. Say 10 with me. I'll be coming back to that in a second, too. 10, 10, just 10 people. And they turned 2 million against taking a risk, a righteous risk for God. Can you believe it? So, risk facing the unknown. Risk it. Go for it. Where is your kaddish Barnea? Where is your place of that defining moment? Where is your place that God has brought you to and it's time for you to st- out. It's time for you to roll the dice. It's time for you to gamble for God. What are you going to do? A lot of people go, okay, I've become a believer. I've acquiesced and allowed Jesus to power wash my soul. I'll just hang out in Kadesh, play it safe in the comfort zone, in the cocoon of comfort. I'm just going to, I'm just going to be comfortable. And we look for comfort. We want to go to a comfortable church. Not a church that talks about growing and has multiple campuses. and Not a church that will talk about issues from scripture that we're all dealing with. I want to go to a comfortable place. Just a place where I can just get all puffed up, full of knowledge, and just sit there and get spiritually obese. I want to hang out in, in, in Kadesh Barnea, in my chalet. I just want us four and no more. I'm going to flip off my neighbors. They can go to hell, but I'm a believer. No, 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 no. It's time to take a step and risk it because in Christ's economy, we've got to be comfortably uncomfortable and it, and it is all about gambling for God.
0: You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We're halfway through today's incredible message and we hope it's been an inspirational part of your day. As we pause for a moment, we want to thank you for joining us and for your continued support. This ministry focused on sharing the gospel is possible because of listeners like you. As a token of our gratitude for supporting the Creative Connection, we have a special gift for you. We'd love to send you a complimentary copy of Pastor Ed and Lisa Young's newest book, A Path Through Pain. This is a powerful book they wrote after the sudden death of their oldest daughter, Lee Beth. They share profound truth that even in the darkest moments, pain and joy can coexist. To receive your free copy, visit edyoung.com. It's our way of saying thanks for your gift to help take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. And if today's message has touched your heart, consider supporting us. Your contributions, no matter the size, help us continue spreading God's Word and bring hope to many. Visit edyoung.com to learn how you can make a difference. Now, let's continue with today's message. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young.
1: So risk facing the unknown. Are you doing that? Also, too, here's another one. Risk losing friends. Ooh. Because when we have to go to that next level so often, it's not meaning that we're ugly or rude to our friends, but we we have to say, okay, who are the right they in my life and who are the wrong they? The wrong they usually will end up having stuff to say, and what they have to say is negative. And, and, and if you live in that negativity, here's what'll happen, you'll become prey, P-R-E-Y. Well, the right day, they, they always have something to say, and it's like, yay! And the right they always has he in the middle. Who are they, and parents, One of our major tasks, single parents, one of our major tasks is to monitor our children's and our students' relational choices. Now, once they leave the house, they can choose who they want to choose, but you're the parent. And it's so interesting how our children choose friends like our friends, mom. Like our friends, Dad. Numbers 13, 30 through 32. But Caleb, Joshua and Caleb, I like Caleb. I call him O Caleb because every time God said something, Caleb said, Okay, 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 okay. Not why. Why sounds like whining. Why, why, why? No. Okay, okay, okay. okay. O Caleb reassured the people as they stood before Moses. He was like, Guys, relax. Let us go at once, I love this, and possess the land, he said, for for we are well able to conquer it, not against people as strong as they are. (laughs) 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 So the majority, is this pathetic? And many times, remember this, the majority is wrong. Oh, did did you hear that? Many times, read it in scripture, the majority is wrong. God always works through a remnant, a small group. You say, oh, they're insignificant. What can they do? Oh, they're insignificant. 25 years ago, 30 families started this little thing, fellowship church. (laughs) Well, look now. (laughs) Pushing the ball downfield. God has given us the opportunity to gamble for him time after time after time. It's absolutely amazing. but, but, But the majority so often can be wrong. And I like the last part, talking about exaggeration. Here's the negative group. We felt like grasshoppers before them. They were so tall. You know what grasshoppers do? They sit, hop, and spit. What do negative people do? Sit, hop, spit. But now, negative people spit online. That's what they do on social media. But anyway, that's another story. So, that was funny. Risk facing the unknown. You ready to do that? I am. Risk losing friends. You ready to do that? I am. Also, risk being real. I love it. This is a great risk. These are good risks. Risk being real in front of others. Are you real? Moses and Aaron fell face downward on the ground before the people of Israel. Two of the spies, Joshua and O'Caleb, they ripped their clothes. Like, oh, it's the worst, that's a sign of mourning. And again they said, I'm telling you guys, he will bring us safely, verse eight, Numbers 14, into the land and give it to us. But here's something else we need to do. I'm cruising now. We need to risk the possibility of failing. When we fail, always fail going forward. If you don't do anything, you're assured of one thing, failure. we got to try. And that's what I love about fellowship. As I look back in the rearview mirror over 25 years, we are a risk-taking church. You folks are so unselfish. And what I love is I love the times we failed because we learn when we fail. Try stuff. Get out of the rut. You probably heard it said a rut is basically a casket with the ends blown out, just, a you know, Get out of it, that's what God wants us to Risk the possibility of failing. When you fail, fail going forward. Now, remember I told you 40 days, check this out. Since the spies were in the land for 40 days, this is God speaking now, because they rejected stepping out and claiming the promised land. They rejected going from Kadesh to Canaan. Since the spies were in the land for 40 days, you must wander in the wilderness for 40 years. Whoa. A year for each day, bearing the burden of your sins. I will teach what it means to reject me. I, Jehovah, have spoken. Every one of you who has conspired against me shall die here in this wilderness. You'll not see that on a coffee mug. You not hear that in a worship chorus. Every one of you who has conspired against me shall die here in this wilderness. You're not going to hear that. It's not popular. We know that God is fair. God is patient. We know that. And here's what God said. Hey, you want to go wilderness? You want to go Kadesh Barnea on me? Well, you stay there until you all die. It's the same situation when people go to hell. Hell is not designed for people. Did you know that? Hell is designed for the enemy, the devil, and the demons. When we die, we choose to go to hell. God does not slam dunk anybody to hell. God simply says, I'll give you a greater measure of what you desired on planet Earth. And here we have, I believe, a foreshadowing, you could say, about what hell is like. I mean, they messed up. And God says, all right, man, too bad. And and 10 times, say 10 with me again. Remember the 10 spies? 10 times. God wanted them to roll the dice to take a step of faith. And the Israelites, God's people, the majority said, we ain't gonna do it, God. We ain't gonna do it, God. We're gonna play it safe. We're gonna stay in Kadesh in our little chalet. And finally, the patience of God runs out. Have you ever thanked God for his patience in your life? And who knows, maybe this is your last time to get right with God. I don't know, I don't wanna scare anybody, but God does have a fuse length. And that brings us to the last thing I wanna talk about, risk of letting go and starting anew. We gotta let go, because all of those people, two million of them, clocked out in the wilderness They clocked out in Kadesh Barnea. And 10 of the 12 spies, right after this showdown at Kadesh, God just took them out. Numbers chapter 14, verses 40 and 41. And I love this. Now everybody wants to change. Now they're like, oh God, we didn't really mean it. We want to take the promised land now. They were up early the next morning, Lord, here's, here's your cappuccino. I got your favorite bagel, right? And they started towards the promised land. Here we are! We're in that house! We're God's people! Uh-oh, 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 we realized, uh-oh, we realized, we realized, God, that we've sinned, and, and now we're ready to go on to that land the Lord's promised us. But Moses said, it's too late. Game over. Only two of the two million entered the promised land 40 years later, Joshua and O'Caleb. A whole new generation was built. They entered through the promised land. And Kadesh Barnea was also of the same town where Moses lost his temper. And because he got so angry at God, God said, hey, Mo, you too ain't going to go in to Canaan. Whoa, does God forgive? Yes, God forgives. But the consequences are still in effect. Las Vegas has done a brilliant job, haven't they? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's that's, that's brilliant. What happens here stays here. And that's true to a certain extent. But I would have to add something to That what happens in Vegas, yeah, part of it stays in Vegas, but it stays with you. It stays with me for the rest of our lives. God will forgive, no doubt. The consequences, though, are still in effect. And the Jews were like, oh, what what happened in Kadesh stays in Kadesh, God. And God's like, yeah, I forgive you. Read your scripture. But they still suffered the consequences. And the good news is this. Joshua and Caleb cut the ties. They like, all right, that stuff is done. 40 years in the wilderness, and then they entered the promised land because they gambled for God.
0: Thank you for being with us today on the Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We hope this message has empowered you to stand firm in your faith and to shepherd your family with wisdom and courage. Your role is pivotal in nurturing a God-honoring environment, and it's our prayer that you would feel supported and equipped in this journey. Your support is so important in helping us share the gospel of Jesus with a hurting world. As a token of our gratitude, we're offering you a free copy of A Path Through Pain by Pastor Ed and Lisa Young. Visit edyoung.com to claim your book and learn more about how you can support Ed Young Ministries. Join us next time as Pastor Ed continues the series, Gambling with God, and what it means to take righteous risks and find victory in our lives. Stay connected with us at edyoung.com for more great content and ways for you to be part of what God is doing through the creative connection. Thanks for listening. Until next time, God bless.